This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening, it's seven o'clock, it's Thursday night, it is Leicester Fun TV, my name's Phil, welcome to the show. Very, very shortly we're going to be joined by Steph Oakes, used to play for Leicester back in the day, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, so get your questions in for Steph, let us know what you'd like to ask him, we'll put any questions you want to ask him to him, and we'll see you shortly, so get those questions in on your Leicester Fun TV show tonight. Yes, welcome to Leicester Fun TV tonight with Steph Oaks. We are live, but if you're watching this on playback, we are on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope. We're all over the place and, of course, on LeicesterFanTV.com. If you're watching live, you can put your comments in here. I've already got some. Jason Clare says, A up my duck. I wonder if uh, Steph still remembers uh, words like that. Of course, he will. He's from Leicester. He's a Leicester boy. Uh, Ross says, it's been a beautiful day today. It certainly has. Welcome to the show, Ross. What would you like to ask Steph? Adrian Bramley, good evening to you. Keith says, I'm not sure. He says he's got his crepes and his drapes on for this one. What do you mean by that, Keith? You've confused me, but let's bring Jamie in from the Fox's arms to introduce Steph. Crepes and drapes, crepes Jamie. And drapes. I ain't got a clue. It Maybe must be some rhyming slang, something like that. I haven't got a clue. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, Jamie. It's- it's definitely not less story, and that's for fact. <laughs> it doesn't make no sense to me, my duck. Uh, <laughs> come on, then. Introduce Steph right. to us. Well, again, we've got another Leicester lad born and bred, so he's another one that's been definitely definitely one of our own. Uh, he, started, he came to Leicester, signed a youth contract in 95, signed a pro contract in 97, uh, was player of the year in 99, young player of the year in 99. Um, he left us in July of 03 to go to Warsaw. He played 79 games and scored four goals. He was a tacky midfielder with a good left foot that used to be able to swing the ball in from what I remember. I know it's a few years ago, but it, if I remember rightly, it was a decent left foot. And he played in the uh, 2000 final against Tranmere, the last time we won the, the League Cup. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's... Bring him in and see what he. Steph, can you hear us? I can hear you. How are you? Good evening. Evening, Thanks Steph. So how much are you? for joining us. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. Or should I say afternoon? Yeah. What time is it where you are, Steph? Because you're not in Leicester anymore, are you? No, I'm not in Leicester. However, it's raining today, so it reminds me of Leicester. I'm in. Um, I'm in North Carolina. In the States, obviously, North Carolina. Very nice. How long have you been out there for? I've been in uh, North Carolina for five years now. Um, and I've just got my citizenship. So, you know, Leicester's always home, but I think I'll be staying over here now. And then coming home for Christmas and that to see my mum and my family. But I love it well, let's, which bit of Leicester are you from, Steph? I'm from, you know, I, was, I started in Rothley and then, you know, I moved to Burstall. So I'd probably say, you know, Rothley was... The start for the first five, six, seven years, and then and then Burstall. So Burstall most of my life, and, and my mum and sister still live there. Did you play for Burstall Town or what? What the, the young team that I can't remember. Rothley Imps, wasn't it back in the day? Crikey! It was uh, actually it was for, it was Burstall United because uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was Burstall United that was near me because you had Burstall CC as well, which was on the park. But I was a Burstall United boy. Fantastic, Jamie. Kick us off with some yes, questions. Yes. Well, being from Leicester, like born and bred from Leicester, what was it like growing up and then in Leicester and then making your, uh, your debut for the club, being that that was your hometown club? It must have been a really nice feeling, surely. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was lucky enough. My brother my brother played, you know, I think he only played a couple of games, but he was in the same system as me and went through the yeah. uh, youth team and that and YTS. And, and you, know, you know, I looked up to him and, you know, he went on to play for... You know, was it Luton? Yeah. 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 Left with David Pleat. And uh, I always wanted to play, play for Leicester. You know, I used to go to Filbert Street, watch the games, you know, watch reserve games as well. And and just great. that's all I wanted to do. And, you know, I, I wasn't great at school at all. You know, I didn't used to mess around, but I was just concentrating on football. I was playing football all the time. I was just about to say soccer then. And, um, oh, oh, and yeah, I was I was at Leicester from, you know, Len Morby got me in there at 9, 10. And, you know, Neville Hamilton I was with and. And I did my YTS there um, with David Nish. He was great for me. Um, so, and then, but at the end of my YTS, I broke my leg in 10 places. And I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't know that. I don't remember that. Yeah, so it was, no. I played in a game against Aston Villa and it was my second year YTS. And then we were just about to get, uh, tell people if they'd get a contract. And I broke it in 10 places. I was in the hospital. You know, but luckily I did well that year. I did well in the reserves. And you know, Martin O'Neill told me while I was in the hospital that, I get a one-year contract to get that fit, and you know, and play, and it was that was amazing. That was decent, yeah. And and in that year, I think I, you know, I made my debut against Chelsea, which yeah, was, was dream stuff. And that was at Filbert Street, obviously the mighty old Filbert Street stuff. Yeah, it was at Filbert Street. You know, I remember it. I was running up and down the line, and uh, and the gaffer called me. Well, John Robertson called me, and then I ran back down and. Fan at the side and I was nervous, of course. You know, you had Zola was playing Desai and the booth and all guys. And, <laughs> oh, not, not a bad side to make your debut against. Right, yeah. I, was, I mean, I was crapping myself a little bit, but as soon as I got on, <laughs> you know, the adrenaline. I think I tackled Desai and the fans went went mad, and I was, and that was it. And we lost the game four two, but you know, it was dream stuff for me. And I was I was on a high, and I did all right, and you know, I was just happy. I mean, Steph, you're a Leicester lad. You, you know what most fans want. You've gone and watched it. Most fans want exactly that, isn't it? Somebody to run on a young, fresh, local talent. It's it's what most fans want is somebody local, one of us, to get on that pitch. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you heard the fans and you know you wanted them, um, I think you know, before me, it was uh, 
the meal, obviously. And I think Stuart Campbell and Stuart Wilson were all from Leicester. And yeah, you just wanted to do you know, great for them because you, you watch the games yourself and you what you wanted from the players, you wanted to do yourself. And and the thing about Philbrook Street is it was so, you know, close as well. And it was such, you know, the cop and it was such a good atmosphere. And it was it was it was loud. So it was it was a great feeling. There's one question from Keith Goddell, just you're talking about your brother. He says, Scott, oh, you must, he must know your brother. He said, Scott once told me he was a better technical player than you. Do you agree about that? <laughs> I mean, that's but, ridiculous. Who asked that? Keith Goddard. Keith Goddard. Keith, I think he must I, know your brother. Crazy talk, Keith. Crazy. Get him off the shot. Um, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say he he was definitely quicker than me, my brother. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, he scored better goals as well. So, But then again... You know, he didn't play in a cup final, so I'll just say that to him, right? <laughs> yeah. you, you can never admit your brother's better than you. I've got two brothers, and I, I, I know I'm better than them. So <laughs> it's always the same. Well, you definitely also, quick. Also, I remember <laughs> playing against your dad. I remember playing against your dad about 88, 89. What, years ago? I, I think it was for... Well, about that, I feel it like that at the minute. Um, it was, it was, I'm sure it was for Rothley. Like you said, did he used to play for Rothley Imps? Yeah, or Whatever the Saturday... Yeah, I remember playing against him absolutely donkeys years ago. He'll never remember me, but but I just remember him. Oh, it's, it's Trevor Oates. He's Shwaddy Waddy and all that line. I thought, I, I couldn't get near him. And he was about 20 years older than me. I couldn't get near him. Yeah, he was lazy, though. My, my dad would probably be there. <laughs> doesn't say much for me, then, does it, if I couldn't get near him? I've got a question for you here. I just need to find it and put it on the question. It was to do with a number plate. He says, do you still have the Dr. Dre number plate, Steph? Oh, man. Well, really tell weird. us about that. So I think when it was, when I was like, not, you know, 18, 19, 20, I had a bit, I was on the first car and had a bit of money and then I got a Renault Clear Williams. and Yeah, nice was, cars. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, and then my first big car was, you know, was a Jeep, was a Cherokee. Four by four yeah. and it was black and and I and I, I don't even know why I still think what I've done because I thought I was really cool back then obviously <laughs> and and I got a plate like it was about three hundred bucks and it was like D two and then you like put a little bolt in the two like it looks like dot dot and then DRE and and I have chrome plates and I'm thinking I was I was great and I'm just thinking now like, what am I doing but yeah. I don't. I don't know if I've still got that. Actually, I still got a retention somewhere around the house. Maybe <laughs> probably sell it. Yeah. yeah. Anybody want to buy it? Make yeah, Stefan yeah, yeah. offer now. <laughs> well, most of his family. Most of his family are watching, Phil. I must admit, there's a lot of questions coming from so and so Oates, Gabrielle Oates, Emma Oates, um, Seiko Oates. There's a lot of questions coming. I think you've told your whole family to watch. Was that, was that my sister? What's my sister's name? Have a go with that again. What's it called? Sig Sig. Sikao? Uh, name, her name is Sikao, but if you look at it, it's Oaks backwards, her first name. Oh, and that, oh, that's her yes. first name. And I'll, I'll say this now, my, my sister's amazing. She, you know, my mum's, I don't know, you know my mum's really sick and my sister goes around and looks at her and she does everything. And if my sister weren't about, you know, it, everything would collapse. And she's got three kids and, and they're amazing too. So, you know, I told my sister about this and, and yeah, she's on it. But yeah, she's amazing. She's told every, she's told every family member, I think, every single one. <laughs> well, I think that's the only people actually just watching the show. There's actually no guess you know, what other people are. <laughs> oh no, there is a few. There's a few. Perhaps we ought to ask any of your family who is watching Steph for some juicy questions to put you on the yeah. spot. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> 
Our last one, out of all the managers, you played with three managers at Leicester. I think it was three. O'Neill, uh, Martin O'Neill, I should say, God at that time. Yeah. Uh, Peter Taylor and Mickey Adams. Who was yeah. your favourite manager out of the lot, out of them three? And did you get on better with one more than the other? Remember, I played, he was sort of... Oh, yes. Um, yeah, yeah so, I about him. Obviously, you know, with me, Martin, um, you know, he was everything. I think uh, no one didn't like, didn't like him. He was just... You know, he knew what to get out of every player. His man management was brilliant. And, you know, he had Robert and Waller next to him and he gave him a debut. So, he, it doesn't matter if I was young. If I was playing better than, you know, a season pro, he'd play that, play, play, whoever. And that's, and he was amazing. But Peter Taylor, I thought, you know, he didn't really fancy me. He played me for a couple of games. And he, to me, he wasn't a great man management, but he was a good uh, train um, trainer, you know what I mean? As in taking sessions and that. Um, yeah. You know, and he was good at that. And, and obviously, you got Mickey Adams, who are left. Dave Bassett came in, and he started. And Mickey took over. So, Dave Bassett quite, you know, fancied me. I think because, you know, getting the ball in the box, he used to like my left foot, make me practice corners, and he liked me getting it in there. So, I, I, I liked him and Mickey as well. He didn't really fancy me. I played, but he wasn't. You know, he was. He was. He was a good coach, but he didn't fancy me. And that's just the way. That's just the way it goes sometimes. And you know, you can't. You know, it wasn't bad. He didn't like make me run around the field fifty times or anything like that. You know, it's just and my contract ran out, and he didn't fancy me, and that's that's just what happens. You know, some people like, some people don't. That's that's it. Yeah, absolutely. There's some classic questions coming in, Steph. I'm trying I'm to just think, is, is, I don't know what Emma, you want to is Emma your is Emma your sister or relation? Emma's Emma's uh, my niece, so she's Kay's daughter. Your niece, daughter, yeah. She's poor. She's put. My question is, why why did Mum make me watch you play in the rain when I wanted to be at home? <laughs> well, you're getting ripped to shreds here by your family, by the looks of it, which is I, brilliant. I think I think maybe it was your mum didn't make you watch it. I think you wanted to be there because there was obviously loads of boys there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got about with that one. Right. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, yes, there's uh, quite a lot coming in. Tony Fish has said, I know you probably won't <laughs> yeah. remember this. Tony Fish says he remembers having a chat with you in Ironapa in the nineties. Yeah. He says after not nearly knocking you over on a moped by accident. So you yeah. probably won't remember that. Yeah, I think so, because I think you probably wouldn't would have done more damage to the moped. Um <laughs> like, like, you know what? I was in Ironapa, yeah, in the nineties with my mates, and all the footballers used to go there after the season. And you know what? I remember after winning the cup, I went to Napa win and and I came back and and my, my bank account a little bit, and I was like, "What?" You know what I mean? Because I was nineteen twenty, and yeah. I went there for like I think two weeks, and I came back and Peter Taylor was in charge, and I put on like eight pounds because I was just having junk, and, and so I was in Iron Apple all the time. I actually can't remember getting that guy though, but you know I was probably hammered at the time, mind you. Yeah, nineteen year old. What more do you do? Yeah, I know, I know. It's good. It's good. Got a question? Can't get away with it now though. No. Uh, Richard Field says he remembers playing footy alongside you at Longslade tennis courts with you, Steph. He says great technical ability on the ball you had. So that's Richard Field. Yeah, that was my old school, Longslade, yeah. Yeah, yeah burst there's up. One, there's one from Jack Daniel Richardson. He says, who's the best player that you've played with and against? It's a good question. I get, and I get, this, I, I get this a few times as well. And for me, the best one was... Patrick Vieira, and yeah, it, you know, in, in that Arsenal team as well, because he had Patia alongside him, and 
he was just so strong and, and you know, gangly and, you know, great on the ball and you couldn't really get it off him and it, it was great to play against him. And I think people, you know, when I played against people like Roy Keane and, and Paul Scholes, even though they were great, it was like, to me, they were they were playing in second gear, two, second or third gear against, you know, us because they didn't really need to crank it up to fourth and fifth, if that makes sense. So it was, you know, they're just having a relaxed day against top of us type teams. But, you know, when they play against the big teams, that's when they crank it up and need to. So, but Patrick Vieira for me, because we played against Austin a lot, and there was a couple of battles where they had to, you know what I mean? And he was, you know, he was top quality. And to, to play with, um, when when I was in the team and Emil was in the team with me, it was it was so easy for me to put a ball down the line. And maybe it was a bad ball sometimes, but he made it look good because he was so strong and powerful and he got onto it. And he was just like... It was just a machine. You know, a machine. It was so powerful then when he, when he was playing for us. And, but you know, technical ability, Muzzy, 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 technical ability was he was so cool. Yeah. A lot of people have said Muzzy, haven't they? A lot have said him. Yeah, he was. Uh, Ross has asked a question. What was it like playing at the old Wembley for your hometown club? That must have been amazing. Oh. I mean, oh. it was exciting being a fan there that day, let alone yeah. being a fan and on the pitch, Steph. Yeah, I, yeah, that was that was the best thing for me, and you know the twin towers, and cause I used to watch it obviously when I was growing up. You know, three two to Coventry, Keith Hatch and diving header, and looking at yeah you know, Ian Wright coming on and scoring, and thinking, oh, I want to play there. You know, and it, you know when it was it was so hot, like, and you used to watch it. I'm telling you, you know, and going down, you know, learning how to play, and going down Wembley Way. And all the fans with the flags and coming out in front of all them, you know, it was just, you know, it was amazing. And I, it just, it went by so quick. You know, I wish I could, I wish I was, you know, back there just, you know, remembering it again because it was just amazing. And I'm playing for your hopes and winning as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it, it was, was, to be fair, from a fan's point of view, it, it wasn't, it, it was quite, well, I'm not going to say easy. We took it in our stride. I think that day we were the better team. And we, we did it well. And you played a big part in that game, didn't you? You were on for about 75, 80 minutes of the game, Steph. Yeah. And, the, you know, the night before I got told I was playing and it was, it was I didn't know I was playing because it was between, you know, Sav, was Sav going to play in the middle or was he going to play out right and was Impey going to play? But that's the thing with Martin. He trusted me because I played against Aston Villa in the semi-finals and did well. And, and he was like, you know, he moved Sav over to the right wing, back, even though Sav didn't like it there. And I played in the middle with Lenny, you know, Muzz and 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 him didn't play. So that's a trust he had in you, and that's why everyone, you know, loves him for that kind of stuff. And it was just, yeah, it was just an amazing day. All right, never forget it. Jamie, yeah, we can only we can only just listen to these saying all these players and what an amazing day it was. We would never get the chance to do that. It must be the feeling. It must have been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just going to ask. Kenny's asked a question. I'm going to slightly change it. He says, "Have you got a favourite shirt you've played in?" But well, what I want to know, did you actually swap one of your shirts, one of your favourite players, like Roy Keane or Vieira? Did you actually swap your shirts with anybody? Yeah, I, I, um, I got a few shirts. So you know, I got Rio's, I got, I got Gerard's, I got Lampard's. Um, obviously, like you know, after the mine, they didn't take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want this? No, thanks, mate. Just take this. Go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's um. I, yeah, no one took mine really, and because you know I was nineteen, twenty, and like they, they don't need that, and so I had them, but you know they were gone, and I put them in a frame, and 
I've not got any of them anymore. Um, you know, I sold them. I sold them because they were just sitting in, in my house. Yeah. Um, doing yeah. So I sold them. I mean, my favourite kit was. I don't know the one. I think the one I played in the final that had a collar. Didn't, did it? Did that have a collar? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. big white, the big white collar. Yeah. It's a Walker's yeah. one, wasn't it? Walker's. Yeah. Shirt. I don't know about the collar. Maybe the. <laughs> they were all massive back in the day, weren't they? They were well, massive. Like, they were about five sizes them. too big, weren't they? Yeah. You know, it's it's so much better these days. But probably, I like quite like the V-neck one. Is it the V-neck one? Maybe. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. One? Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I had a few top that that uh, were pretty decent. Oh, I always remember Neil Leonard when he used to have the shorts on. You could never see his legs. It looked like the shorts and the socks were like right together. It looked like he got no legs at all. The shorts yeah. were that long. Yeah, because he's like five foot two, isn't he? he probably claimed it. Keith Goddard's put a half-decent question in for you instead of ripping you to bits. He's put, Wickham was a big part of your career. How did that compare to Leicester? In the in everything playing down at Wickham instead of at Leicester. Um, I tell you what, because so John Gorman got me there, and I went there after Notts County, and and he loved me, and then he got he got fired, and Paul Lambert came in, and he was the second best manager I played under because hmm. he played under Martin O'Neill at Celtic, so I I found that he had the traits that Martin did. You know, I must have got them off him when he was playing for him, and and he and he believed in me and. Um, you know, I did well. I scored some good goals there, and 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 did well, and then I left. But like I said, it, obviously it's different. You know, you're playing against you know, two, three. I mean, yeah, fans in our week. It's different to Leicester, and obviously the quality um, in smaller stadiums. But you know, the, the manager, he was yeah, Paul Lambert was one of my, my favourites after Martin O'Neill. Well, I think Paul Lambert went on to do obviously uh, well Norwich well, and Villa, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he had a, he had a really good career. Yeah. Not quite sure where he, he is now. Wolves. He won the European Cup with Dortmund, didn't he? Yeah. Did he yeah. win the Champions yeah. League with Dortmund? Oh, yeah. We, he told us that as well. Andy Meadows has got a question for you. He says, while you were at Leicester, who was the joker in the pack? Who was the joker in the team? And have you got any stories, he says? Um, it's really yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got, Well, I've got, um, I mean, probably got a story that, personally, I thought Tim Flowers was probably the, the one of the funniest players I've ever known, Tim Flowers. You wouldn't probably think it. And he, he's just a funny guy. But there was a lot of funny guys. You know, you got Sav. But Sav's, yeah. like, you know, immature funny. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. And because I used to room with Sav as well. So I used to get, you know, all the time. But that was a nightmare. He was, he was actually all right. Like, you know, people, <laughs> you know, people who know him are harmless. So it was, it was fun. you know, growing up as well, you know, it's, um, it made my skin thick. Yeah. Uh, for sure but um, I remember one time we were in I think it was Marbella and you know it was under Martin and obviously Marshy was there and obviously oh. I was 19 or something so I was in bed and they must have been drinking and it was Walla, Robbo a few of the boys and everyone's had a drink Martin's not there and I think we wanted him the day off the next morning or something so I don't know how it's gone but Marshy's gone yeah get get a gaffer on the phone like let's ask him um, I don't know why he's done that. Um, Robert's gone now. Nah, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, but obviously everyone's had a drink, so he got obviously. Mine's on. A, it's his voicemail, isn't it? And, and obviously, Marshy said something like, "Yeah, you gotta get, get the day off tomorrow," or something like that. And and then obviously put the phone because it's voicemail, and then no one's heard anything. When we got back to Beaver Drive, like 
few days later, we've had a meeting and Martin's come in and he's, you know, it's not, it's not, it wasn't a good <laughs> before. And, and, and I don't know what he said, but Martin said to him, don't you ever effing do that to my, you know, phone again. Come on, you know what I mean? And it was like, well, I was a bad That anyway, sounds but, like Marshy, that does. Yeah, Marshy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, uh, uh, go on, Jamie. Go on, I was going to say when you were first, when you like said you didn't really like your school, you liking football. There was never a chance of you going into music. Following your dad, was it always going to be football? Oh, yeah, it was always oh. going to be football, and uh, I was I'm, I'm crap at music. Sorry, <laughs> say that again, mate. I didn't hear you. No, that's all right. Yeah, you've answered got... it. You've answered it. I don't know what you said. What you say? I said about the music. With it. Well, oh, right. Yeah, you've answered it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steph? No, but I'll tell you again, I'm crap at music. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think your whole family's heard that. They all know that now. Yeah, Brilliant. yeah, we all are. What, even um, your dad? Yeah, even my dad. He thinks he can play. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, what, obviously... <clears throat> you're over in the States now. You've been over there a while. In fact, you, you did. I, I'm just looking on your Wikipedia. It says you made one appearance for FC New York. No, I don't know who put that there. I went Was that to, wrong? Happened with, yeah, that's wrong. Um, I went to there and they, because they're building a new club. So I went there and, and trained with them and that. So I didn't make an appearance, and but it was no good. And I just you know, left. I think I went, I came back. I think I came back after that. Was it in, was it Oakby or something? Or did I go to Boston after that or something? Because I was in Boston for six months um, in between that. So I didn't make an appearance for them. It was just a new team. So, but you, you, obviously, you obviously like the States. That's where you are now. You say North Carolina. Um, what, what sort of stuff are you up to now, Steph? So when I came over here, um, when I finished, I had a program called, it was called Elite Technique. And it was um, coaching different kids, different ages, you know, different curriculum, the kind of stuff that they wouldn't get in, you know, training with their normal teams. So, you know, you might go practice with your normal team and, you know, they might not even do curling the ball um, or actually driving the ball in their sessions. They're probably doing something else. So we'd do a program where they'd, they'd come to us, you know, for 10 weeks, for example, and we'd teach them all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we had like 100, 200 kids in it. And I was doing that and I was going to different areas with other coaches that have played professionally. And we were doing that for like three or four years. And um, and now I've taken teams like a U12 team and a U16 team and just do like the elite technique stuff on the side type thing. So that's that's my gig at the minute. Yeah, okay. Cool. Jamie? I think, yeah, I think as we ask this, is we always ask this, the last question, how would you, I know they're all about playing again, but how would you finish the Premier League or the league season now, in your opinion? I mean... It's so good. when did they start? They stopped mid mid March, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they they actually finished May, don't they? May the start of May they're supposed to last yeah. last weekend. I think it was the last game. Should have been. I you know I don't. I think it's difficult to to complete it. I if you want to start from a fresh season like how it usually goes, I'd probably even just cancel the season. Um, cancel it like there's no relegated clubs or there's no you know winners I just think it's difficult to finish the whole thing and carry it on into I don't I don't even know when it will carry on to and then 
you know, actually start. It's hard for you to finish the season now and then start straight away in when is it August? You just yeah, yeah, yeah. No rest, and it'll just be, it'll just be crazy, and it'll be hard on the players. Or maybe I mean, I I know it's bad to say hard on the players. They yeah, they get paid all that, but it's just you can't play that. You can't do that. I don't think unless you start the season in whatever November or something, and that's just it's just not the same because you'll all be playing catch up all the time. Because so, you're yeah. you're probably one of the youngest ones we've had. So how long would it take uh, to get the fitness back up to play actually play matches again? Would it be two weeks, three weeks, or more before they can actually think about playing? I mean, nowadays, obviously, everyone's staying fit. You've got your players; they're staying fit in anyway. But they're not. It's not you know football fitness. So no one's going to be football fitness because it's so different. So they need to get back in training, and I'd say. Yeah, two, four weeks, six. It's so... Blimey. Yeah, because you've got to play games as well. You know, you yeah. have to play games. You're not just going to get it fit. Crew just running against each other and, and training. You've got to you've got to play games. You've got would, to. You, would you expect, Steph, then after... Because they're talking about having two weeks training again after like six or seven weeks off. Would you expect after two weeks training, if they start playing again, there's going to be some strange results because it'll be unpredictable? Yeah, I think so. And I think, would they have to play even more games as well, maybe? Yeah. Like, there yeah. must be three in a week or something, probably. Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're going to see more injuries, for sure. Um, more more kids playing, coming through, probably. Um, I just think it's difficult. I'd have to cram out all that in, and it, for it to be fair. But then again, it's the same for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I think... St- I think go we on, should Jim. go on. I think we should leave it on this last comment now from from Emma. Did you say that was your cousin Emma or your niece? Did you say she says, "Tell Steph we love him and miss him loads." Oh, that's nice, and I, I miss him. I think we ought to leave it on that one. I think that's the perfect ending. I'm gonna break down. You'll be on the phone to her late. You'll be on the phone saying, "Why did you put that comment on for?" Oh. Embarrassing me like that. <laughs> all great. I miss them all. Oh, it's brilliant. One of them, I think, was it uh, Gabrielle Oaks as well? Yeah. I think her question was, who's your favourite niece? Yeah. <laughs> I take it she's your niece. Um, yeah, they're both, uh, Gabrielle and my nieces, so they, and i got a nephew as well called Ethan. Uh, I think Gabrielle oh, he's a, commented. Oh, is Ethan commented as well? He's commented as well, yeah. You can watch oh. it back live on, on the rerun on Facebook sometime later on, or YouTube, either one. Oh, and Steph, are most of them still in Leicester? Yeah, they're all in Leicester. Um, uh, Gabrielle uh, lives in my, actually, my old apartment in town um, with a boyfriend, fiance. Emma lives in Bristol still, and sister, and Ethan's in Bristol as well. So we're all there, because my mum's there, obviously, next to the garden. Yeah. Center, so, yeah. it's yeah, they're all in Bristol. And, you know, I love going back. What's the put now? So, Ethan's just put... Oh, my left, but my left foot still better than yours. It's just, see what I mean? These crazy comments. What's the time that he's been drinking it? It's actually, yeah, it's like he's, yeah. Usually by this time he's had about seven whiskeys, so he's left to go. <laughs> what your time or UK time? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. All right. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, thank, absolutely been brilliant tonight. Uh, thanks so Cheers. much for coming brilliant. on. It's been highly entertaining. No problem. Anytime. Give me a shout. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, Thank you. Much appreciated. Thanks, mate. See you later. Fantastic. Thanks, Steph. That was brilliant. All right, we'll let you go. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely excellent. Yeah, that, uh, 
that was lovely. And thank you to all the Oaks family who are still around Leicester. Who's that? Uh, Ethan, Gabrielle, wasn't it? Emma? Yeah, the sister's was... name. We can't pronounce that was backwards. Oaks backwards. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't um, even. So, no, who comes up with a name like that? Jamie. That's a quality name, though, isn't it? A quality name. It's just, it looks amazing when you see it written down, doesn't it? Yeah, but we never spotted it, did we? Never spotted no, it. No, not at all, not at all. So, uh, I think that was quality. Obviously, Steph... It was, really Le- good. Leicester lad, gets yeah. to live his dream. He plays at Filbert Street, which, you know, m- most plays of us want. Plays in a cup final. Plays with Robbie and then, Savage. And then goes, and, then goes and lives in America, in the sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Can't think I mean, of anything I, better I, living I, in the sunshine, Phil. And I was thinking, Jamie, he looks nearly as buff as you, you know. I won't quite go that far. <laughs> Brilliant. After anyway. eight weeks of lockdown, I've put a little bit of put on. So you're telling us, Jamie. Right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Jamie. It's been you're brilliant. Welcome. Ever. What's oh, next? Oh, 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 oh. Trevor oh. Benjamin, Monday night. Trevor Benjamin, half seven. Big Trev. Big Trev. A lot of people talk very highly of Trevor Benjamin, don't they? Yes. As well. And then Jordan Stewart next Wednesday. I think he's in America as well, actually. Yeah, so Big Trevor on Monday and Jordan on um, Wednesday night, both half seven. And not forgetting Sunday morning, you're going to talk the usual load of uh, Leicester. Yeah. Lovelies. Yeah, I can't say it. The Jamie Vardy thing. Chat, get banged. Brilliant. All right. Thanks, Jamie. See you later. Cheers, all. Cheers. That's Jamie. Fantastic film. Thanks for all your different comments now. Uh, Adrian Bramley, one of a big... You up, give you a massive thank you now for your comments as ever. Uh, Danny says he's looking forward to Big Trev. Well, you'll see him on Monday, and so's Ross as well. So that's brilliant. Thanks so much for um, you guys for watching it. Thanks as ever to these guys who help us out. That's all the local businesses who are all getting working again. So go and help support them out. Support your local businesses, support your local shops and all that, especially in this time. And uh, don't forget, as Chappers would say, follow us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, even LinkedIn and Periscope. We're there on them all. Leicester Fan TV. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us at the website, leicesterfantv.com. And we'll be seeing you all very shortly. Thanks again. Massive thanks to Steph Oakes. That was brilliant entertainment. Hope we can get him back on again when the season starts. See you all soon. Cheers. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.